0: Uh, I'm going to try something with screen share. I just realized I can do one with better text readability.
1: Here. Oh, so that, that would that be handy. Help. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So,
0: uh good evening. Uh welcome. Uh we got Dan and Dave. Uh, Alex won't be joining us tonight, but he will be here in spirit a little later in the uh in the stream here. So, uh but I will go ahead and get started with a couple articles. Um first is uh Snapchat uh, is releasing a new, uh, uh, it's called the New Snap Drone Pixie. Um, and they have announced the release of the Pixie, a pocket-sized free-flying companion drone for the photo and video app. It's easy to use, trickery recreational tool for influencers and anyone else who wants to add to their Snapchat stories. Um, but it could introduce a whole new generation uh, to recreational drones on a large scale. Uh, it's able to deploy with a single press of the button and has four preset flight paths. Uh, it floats, orbits, um, or follows wherever it is directed, all without requiring the use of a controller or setup of any kind. Upon completing its flight path, Pixie then returns to land in the palm of the user's hand. Um,
2: now, I, I have had an not... immediate question about that when I first saw that thing, and it's like, do you need to be licensed to use it? Well, and that's, let's see, that's the one thing I didn't Snapchat Pixie. Because, I mean, it seems to just be a drone. I'd think the regular rules would apply unless they got some kind of special thing going on with FAA. They should apply. Let's see, features, price, how to buy. Okay, here we go. Uh, what
0: I want to know is how heavy it
1: is. Exactly. it's all the look pretty would small. Be, I saw something Agreed. say 101 grams the way up when you were scrolling by. Oh, did it? I don't know if that's what I saw or if I was imagining it. Range like well, in the pixels. It weighs just 101 it, grams. Uh, down one
2: hundred one grams. Down paragraph. It was right range. there under yeah. under range. Weighs just one hundred one grams and it has a swappable battery. Okay. Yeah, there okay, there you go. So, so don't use it for
1: your TikToks and Instagrams, or else that would be possibly commercial if you're trying to promote yourself.
0: Absolutely. So two things. One, if you are an influencer and you are making, gaining a a monetary or using it for commercial promotion purposes, you will need to be registered as part 107 to fly this. Also, when remote ID comes out, this will require remote ID. Um, So I hope Snapchat has taken those things into consideration uh, when building these. Uh, My guess is that they have not. Um, yeah, I agree with that guess. <laughs> so, uh,
3: that Snapchat, weird. if I you're listening, if, it, if it's FCC Part 15 approved,
1: uh, let's say that. Well, uh, it might not yeah. be. It might not have any radio emissions at all, unless you're controlling Ooh. it from your phone.
0: Okay, here we go. Wait, 101 grams, including battery. Does
1: uh, say five to 8
2: points. It does say Bluetooth. Yeah, Bluetooth and five gig
1: <laughs> Wi-Fi.
2: Yep.
0: Let's see. Do not fly Pixie over water or not water resistant. Works with mobile devices. Pixie is now available to buy online directly from Snap in the U.S. and France. So I feel
1: like go, I've seen a pick. handful of drones with this same sort of a, a selling point, and I haven't really seen any of them become popular.
2: I imagine we, it we haven't seen them very any, well. Any, any well any any, along.
3: We haven't seen any of them take off.
1: <laughs> Maybe they've all just been renders.
0: <laughs> okay, here we go.
3: I think their price point is a little high. Uh,
0: yeah, it seems to be a little high for something. Yeah, for what it is. I mean, it does have a level of autonomy in it, so
1: I get that. I mean, it's got a little dial on the top, like a a regular film camera kind of thing. Like pick. Your, yeah, it does. Pick your mode. Yeah. That's interesting.
0: Let's see. So the flight pack comes with a USB 3.0 charging, rechargeable battery, dual battery charger, and a bumper slash carrying strap.
1: Available in US and France. So is this a American company, a French company? Uh Snap is an American company. Snapchat, yeah. Um
3: but I would I would bet given that. France and the U.S. That the developer of Pixie is probably French, and then Could the be, first, yeah. you know, to, it, once you shake it down in Rojas and it's all CE approved, then so uh, you know,
0: for uh, for Snapchat, you'll be able to sell this up until September. Just <laughs> <Right>. saying. <laughs> so Snapchat, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but if you are, feel free to reach out. We we might help you navigate some of those
1: regularly. Or you can fly them uh, in frias yeah. and take your snapchats and frias all you want,
0: yeah. yeah, absolutely, so just keep in mind hundred and one grams tiny little propellers you will need to add a remote i d module if you're doing commercial work with this um and uh have a part one o seven if you're doing commercial work uh and you so,
3: need, let's see under two fifty yeah yeah no r i d under two
1: fifty right yep, yep,
3: yep,
0: not for recreational, no, yep,
1: um more. Fully I agree. So, if you're just using this to do Snapchats with your family, you're probably okay. Yep. So, you have well, to wouldn't you still long. need the, the trust test? Yes.
2: Absolutely, you would.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, you would. Which I'm guessing is not mentioned on their website anywhere. Yeah. That's, yeah.
2: What I, that's where I'm looking at It's like from a liability point, I'm betting they're just waiting to get sued because they, they haven't, their page makes no mention of all these things that they definitely need to consider at all there. Creating magic, how to pair your pixie, how to charge your pixie, changing settings. It only kind of like flies around you a little bit, like it doesn't go very far. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Mean, Realistically, like wrong.
1: the FAA should have a way to have these sorts of things not be part of the rules.
2: Yeah, that would be good. Also, though they're a big enough company, they should have to follow the rules.
0: <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay.
2: Under heard... policies oh, and safety. Okay. Uh
0: regulatory uh regulatory Okay, let's see. E A E E A and U K. Oh, this is all just the
2: what we thought. Like the <laughs> yeah, no, this is all and
0: compliance and signals, FCC regulations, commercial Wait. operators. I say it oh, here we go. Hey, first, if first you fly this drone in the United States for work, business, or any other purpose that may directly or indirectly lead to financial gain, you must adhere to the requirements of 14 CFR Part 107 um yeah that's there what does the fcc well, do
3: say? I, I can't a snap
0: out. is not responsible for any radio interference caused by unauthorized modifications to the equipment changes or modifications not expressly approved by the party responsible for compliance could void void your authority to operate the
1: equipment well okay. i'm surprised so that's, that's there about the yeah, like yeah. and the link to the faa.gov website
0: well, here's the other... Yeah, that's there. Commercial operators. The other thing they don't mention, though, is that you would have to take the trust yeah. test. So, um, I have a feeling that this is not going to be on the up and up to a certain degree. Um, you know, Snapchat, if, you, if you've if you taken care of some of this remote ID stuff, if maybe your your app is communicating this information somewhere or somehow,
3: let us know. And so if it... Uh, if someone uses this for 107, that means that this would have to be a standard remote ID. It'd have to have integrated, and mm-hmm. it would have to be integrated as of September 22. Yep. That you'd have and to know a, the
1: location of the, the remote at all times. Yep.
2: Right. Which is your phone. Yep.
1: Just it. <laughs> I'm
2: do not just trying to put this out there just to, to get some press and then abandon it. Yeah, it's probably more than and likely. But...
1: Dave, as far as we know, no cell phones have the GPS that's accurate enough to meet the standard remote ID, correct? Correct. Not the 15-foot,
3: 15, 15 because as a standard RID, this would have to comply with a 15-foot vertical accuracy. Yep. <laughs>
0: Mm. so interesting interesting thoughts mm. uh guess they, they should have know,
3: consulted
1: we, with us it's funny <laughs> yeah. how they
0: started with uh hey check this out this is interesting too oh crap they may have screwed this up i think we're Not gonna saying, see yeah. more of
2: this as commercial people want to make drones because it's getting within the reach of like you know companies like snap to where they can make these kinds of products now
0: absolutely but the question is is are they actually paying attention to the regulatory environment like they should be uh, there's a lot involved in in stuff like that, um, especially when it comes to social media and influencers getting paid for you know, paid per click kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, this is something the FPV community has been in for a minute with YouTube and monetization and that kind of stuff. So uh, this will be pretty interesting to see how these get relegated. I would agree that, you know, small things like this, I mean, really should be exempt. Um, and this is a case in point where, Current regulations are probably a little overreaching in terms of uh, you know small things like this, as we've mentioned a hundred times over the last couple of years. So, pretty interesting. All right, back out of that little dude. Um, all right, this is a couple days old at this point, but uh, Immersion RC and Orca have merged to create a EU-based drone powerhouse. Um, so the deal brings together two of the most exciting companies in the FPV space whose products and business um, – sorry, I've not been pasting these in uh, – whose business ethos are a perfect fit. Immersion RC, based in Switzerland, has been specializing in advanced electronics for a decade and is one of the pioneers of the, F- of the FPV in drone space. By contrast, Orca was only founded in Croatia in 2018 but has quickly become a global leader in the design manufacturing, and manufacturing of building blocks for drones. And expertise in low latency video systems and next generation VR AR headsets for remote control and unmanned platforms and enhanced vision capabilities. Um, under the terms, uh, ORCA will requ- acquire 100% of Immersion RC, whose CEO, Tony Cake, will join the ORCA team as the Chief Technology Innovation o- Officer. All existing Immersion RC products will continue to be sold, developed, and supported, which is a great deal. Uh, all in all, um, in addition of the addition of cake and to the Orca team brings a wealth of experience to the ro- young Croatian startup, which is growing exponentially in a sector which itself uh, experiencing huge growth cakes 10 years in the FPV world as well as 20 years experience in high end tests and measurements will be a major asset Um Orca CEO sure. Oh, man, I can't. Okay, again. <laughs> Kova Okay, I butchered that completely. I apologize, sir. Uh, who is currently en route to Washington as part of the Digital Europe delegation to work with prominent U.S. policymakers to help harmonize global digital business? Is excited by the new partnership. All right, so um, good stuff there. Uh, yeah, hopefully. to me that
3: was that was positive. Um, a good infusion of cash for uh, immersion RC. Um, I I would. Hope that they uh, consider HD zero as a uh, a viable
1: receiver for their goggles. Yeah, they've and definitely been window. hinting at a solution for digital video, but they've never given much details. Well, they, yeah. wasn't it at uh, was it CES this year? They showed some chips in a like controllers in a box kind of thing. That they didn't show them live. Right.
2: Yeah, because right. that's when they showed that five G BTX thing yeah. too.
1: Yep.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah all right if they go off on their own because the racers are enamored with emergent rc they like orca evan turner i think has logoed an orca uh, set of goggles but it's all analog and i, I think uh, hd zero is going to do a good job of uh, taking on uh, racing in the next year or so mm-hmm
0: all right so uh now on to the not so fun side of things uh we are in season for uh the beginnings of the faa reauthorization act uh of 2023 um yeah 2023 uh i did i had to count five years real quick <laughs> um, so i would imagine that at least drafts have started on this um and currently the biden administration is calling on congress to expand authority for federal and local governments to take action to counter the nefarious use uh in the us of drones which are becoming a growing security concern and nuisance uh that that word nuisance uh makes its appearance multiple times in this article um The White House on Monday released an action plan that calls for expanding the number of agencies that can track and monitor drones flying in their airspace. It calls for establishing a list of U.S. government authorized detection equipment that federal and local authorities can purchase and creating a national training center on countering the malicious use of drones. Uh, The White House in a statement said it was critical that Congress adopt legislation to close critical gaps in existing laws and policy that currently impede government and law enforcement from protecting the American people and our vital security interests. The federal government-wide focus comes as the Federal Aviation Administration projects that more than 2 million drones will be in circulation by the US, in the U.S. by 2024 as availability of detection and mitigation technologies, including jamming systems, are limited under current law. Um,
2: yeah, this is... Uh, because, i don't see uh, the fcc being cool with jamming
0: you know i, I don't either
2: yeah. They've been uh, pretty one, hard line about it before
0: yeah
3: agreed agreed what is interesting is the um the detection of uh small and all uh drones and it appears that a lot of that is is possible uh and in uh is already in in test uh at um airports mm-hmm. so when uh they say oh we're interested you know to me this is like oh boy here we go so this is you know the next thing i I would uh, judge that we might hear about is uh, sending out uh, kits of uh, detection equipment to airports to ensure that no drones are flying around uh, airports or if they are they're uh, they can be they all of them can be identified
2: and this could possibly be a positive thing though, because if they have the tools to detect drones in places where they shouldn't be, then they have no argument to have remote ID all the damn time.
0: <laughs> well, well it's twofold well though, but what's the I mean look at it this way. what's the different what's the definition of malicious use of drones? okay? So how broad of a term is that? what how broad of a term is nuisance right nuisance you know right so. This is where oh well, and and the there was a second article uh, regarding this uh, that came from another news source where they talk more about um, you know privacy and uh, noise and stuff like that. And when we start coming down to privacy, that's where you start locking down the airspace. Um, in in terms of. Uh, You know tighter restrictions. uh, You know different. Instead of just a federal level, you'd have a state level, a county level, a city level, an HOA level of of definitions that you'd have to navigate, and that's where it gets uh, really difficult.
3: Yeah, in the first part of the Beyond Visual Line of Sight Aviation Rulemaking Committee, I was working on the environment uh, section of uh, BVLOS ARC. And we had a representative from the FAA who was the manager responsible for all environmental testing. And if there's uh, anything that uh, goes very slowly uh, to verify or certify an aircraft for type certification, it's the environmental uh, analysis. And for crewed or manned aircraft, the number one issue is noise pollution. Mm -hmm. So I think that... uh, and. Uh, then I uh, was interested, so I did a bunch of research on is there anything that you know that people are annoyed with the sound of uh, small drones, and the answer is yes. The frequency mm-hmm. is uh, is deemed as uh, annoying, and so I think this is going to pop up in terms of nuisance. The upside is that there are there's good research uh, on making quieter propellers, and of course all we have to do is go to larger diameter, slow the motors down, and we'll we'll have very, very quiet uh, drones. That's obviously what uh, DJI has done, from the uh, old Phantoms to the new Mavics, much quieter, different uh, frequency pitch. um, Lower pitch
0: props. Just
1: don't do any punch outs
3: Right. There you
0: go. There you go. Yeah. All right. So, um, the White House plan calls for expanding existing counter drone authorities for the departments of Homeland Security, Department of Justice, Department of Defense, Department of Energy, as well as the CIA and NASA in limited situations. Okay. So, first off, CIA is not a homeland organization. So, I don't know why they need that. But moving on. The proposal also seeks to expand drone detection authorities for state, local, territorial and tribal law enforcement agencies and critical infrastructure owners and operators. Um, So again, what's the definition of critical infrastructure? Um, So uh, the proposal calls for establishing a six year pilot program for a number of state, local. State, local, territorial, and tribal law enforcement agencies to take part in a drone detection and mitigation operations under supervision from the Justice Department and Homeland Security. Uh, currently, no state or local agencies have such authorization, and I might dare say that some of that is a good thing. Yeah, um,
3: critical, critical infrastructure is well defined by the FAA, so that yeah. that's a good that's a good thing.
0: Uh, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said that the administrative's legislative recommendations are vital to enabling DHS and our partners to have the necessary authorities and tools to protect the public, the president, and other senior officials, federal facilities, and U.S. critical infrastructure from threats posed by the malicious and illicit use of drones. In the U.S. drones have become increasingly ubiquitous and useful tools for law enforcement, agriculture use, commercial photography, as well as hobbyists. Um, but there are growing concerns as well. Uh, they talk about the Newark International Airport um, when they had to stop all traffic and divert for an hour after a potential drone sighting. Um, smugglers have used drones to deliver illegal drugs into the country. Uh, Major League Baseball has had several incidents. Yes, they have. Um, and What's good is that
3: they're not harping on safety. So it's mm-hmm. security, 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 and all they need to do is point to the Ukrainian war and uh, the extensive use uh, by both sides of uh, use of drones on by both the Russians and the Ukrainians.
2: Yeah. So well, that's part of it too is the genie's already out of the bottle in terms of the technology. Even if they want to regulate it, things like the ESEs and that that's not like specialized tech. Right. So like they're going to yeah. have to just come up with some rules that work for everybody in one way or another cuz it's just not going to work otherwise.
3: Yep. Well said.
0: Yeah, it it this will be interesting. I, I I feel like this is a precursor in some way to a tightening of even more regulations when it comes to uh, the new reauthorization. We'll see what that's going to look like. Um, that's you know the complete opposite direction uh, that we we want
2: it to go. Obviously, we want things. I worry about local law enforcement having those kinds of powers because training-wise, they are traditionally not very good. They are. I I imagine it would only be a matter of time before they see some big drone, get scared, take it out, and cause some real damage.
0: Yeah, I mean, and last time we met, I I was actually talking about Phoenix Police Department. They just got their first two drones. We are a huge city, and they just got two drones. Like, like, uh, We're getting trained on them, you know, but it's like... the. A lot of a lot of law enforcement agencies are significantly behind the curve. But at the same time, you know, because of that, I think there has been some lax. Uh, I, I OK, I won't say generally. In my experience, there has been some lax enforcement of some rules because of that. But as long as you are capable of educating the officer, which a lot of FPV pilots, I would hope are, um, it uh it it benefits everybody um now there's also some overbearing uh examples as well as where you know it's perfectly legal to fly where they're flying and you know police are you
2: know having a we a had a big meetup in detroit a couple weeks ago and uh the cops came twice while we were there and they had they gave us no high self no problem at all a couple people talked to them and they just they just laughed.
0: yeah exactly as long as you're you're open to to teaching and and listening and 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 talking with them in a in a calm manner. Uh, it,
2: it, super easy. But anyway, to go Glad on. To hear that.
3: Glad to hear that was the response of the Detroit police. That's great.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they gave us no problem at all. They just want to know what we were doing because you know there's a bunch of people in an abandoned building with goggles <laughs> on their face looking all weird. Did yeah, they, did same... people
1: call the police and report it, or did they just be driving by and? To... There was quite a lot of us. That's funny it was a, a public assembly
2: <laughs> yeah there was like 40 cars in a parking lot of a giant abandoned building so you know
3: oh, drew, drew a little wrong. attention yeah. yeah that's excellent
0: um on the on the note of quiet uh drones we have an all-new electric drone and it's using ion propulsion
2: so uh let's see. Didn't we see one of these a few weeks ago? I thought we did, and yeah, I was reading the article. About, uh, yeah.
0: So yes, I do remember that. Um, so this is an all-electric drone, zero emissions, and no noise. Which is, it doesn't exactly have no noise, but it has low a low floor. Uh,
1: let's the, see. They Inconvinture... just have to throw in the zero emissions part, like like other know, right? drones yeah. have emissions. <laughs>
0: I mean technically how are you charging said drone how are you charging said batteries what's the emission that comes from that what's the emission that comes from creating the battery so zero emissions is actually very inaccurate but moving on from that it could venture anywhere practically undetected and be used for a variety of applications from search and rescue to military operations um that vision is now here and it runs on ion propulsion last month a florida-based tech startup called undefined technologies unveiled the new aesthetic design of its silent EV tall uh, called silent Ventus, which is powered by ion propulsion. Um, it's a vivid example of our intent of creating a sustainable, progressive and less noisy, uh, less noisy urban environment said Thomas uh, Probanic, uh, founder and CEO of undefined technologies in the statement, the design brings us closer to our final product um and enables us to showcase the dual use of our technology the concept vehicle uses proprietary technology to fully activate the ion cloud surrounding the air uh, surrounding the craft this allows the drone to generate high levels of ion thrust and take flight in near silence um, so uh, it's basically uh, just to cut this a little shorter um The original, or the first prototype, uh, generated noise levels below 70 decibels. Um, Let's see. Uh, In comparison, a majority of drones produce noises in the vicinity of 85 to 96 decibels. Time will tell whether the new silent drone will inaugurate a new age of whispering drones that take no toll on the surrounding environment. I was going to play this. This is... uh,
1: so Dave, that gets back to your point when you're talking about the environmental impacts of drones and trying to make them quieter.
2: Well that thing sounds way more annoying than a regular drone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's making the sound?
2: I'm pretty sure those work off a of high voltage. So it might just yeah.
1: be that.
0: Interesting. I mean, propellers would wider. definitely be... Yeah, I, I would say. Dogs may not like it as much. <laughs> of, of course,
3: you're, you're sterile after five minutes of use. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was epic. All right, and to wrap things up... Uh, so regenerative, got... regenerative
1: braking meat has an interesting idea in the in the I, uh, text. Doesn't that just happen kind of automatically? Because as soon as the motors are okay, spinning on their own, know. they're just generating electricity and feeding it back into the wires?
2: That's kind of what I was thinking, because you're falling a lot of times with the drone. I was thinking it would spin the props and make juice, but I don't know if there's actually circuitry to put that back into your battery or whatever. It was just E-S- a thought came in my brain when we were talking.
3: Yeah, I like the I like the thought. I think they are bi-directional.
0: But the They're problem is The problem is is like most ESC now have, I mean, I would say a majority of the ESCs that are used for quads have dampened light, you know, automatically enabled on them, which actually uses power to it, slow was it them called down.
1: Called active braking or something. Yeah, they actually yeah. try to slow the propellers down instead of just but. Yeah.
3: And we use that in uh fixed wing RC, but yeah, no drone is, I mean, I, I'm an air no air mode addict. I love air mode. Mm-hmm. And it, once you, once you engage air mode, the, the propellers are always spinning. So I think it would just be attenuating. I can't think of a, a regenerative uh, scenario, but it's a neat idea. I like
1: the, <laughs> like the thought. Mm-hmm. Well, you could fly up really, really high, higher than you're allowed to and then cut power and, Fall back down, generate well, enough power that by the time you get to the ground, you can slow yourself down again.
3: Yeah, I wonder if there's anything. <laughs> is there anything in the black box that
1: measures current? I don't oh, know.
2: I haven't used black box in
1: four I know no on the,
2: the OSD, yeah, right. the current use, but I don't know how accurate it is. I'm
1: not sure where exactly. that comes from. If the fl- It comes yeah, from the flight controller, and it's got a current meter by where the battery comes into the flight controller usually. Yeah.
3: But I like your idea, Dan. You know, punch it and then, uh, (laughs) you know, getting close as close to auto-rotate as we can with these things.
1: Right.
0: Cool. All right. So uh, Alex was at Exponential and uh, he did a little video with the FAA. I am the Director of Government Affairs at Multi-GP and the Youth Advocate
1: at the FPV Freedom Coalition. I'm here at the FAA Drone Symposium and I got into drones by my cousin who model planes and I thought I could mimic that, but I couldn't, so I found multirotors and now I race those. It's much, e- much easier for me. Um, if you want to get into drones and FPV racing, take a look at Multigp, join one of their chapters, there's a bunch of groups there. They'll be more than willing to help you as well as there's plenty of YouTube videos online and plenty of information to learn all by yourself. That's how I learn and you can learn that way too.
0: So that was, uh, he was interviewed by the FAA uh, for that video that was on uh, their page uh, on the Drone Zone. So even though uh, he couldn't
1: be here tonight, we brought him anyway. Exactly. I told you he'd be here in spirit. Yeah,
3: fantastic young man. Amazing. Uh, Dual engineering degree that he's working on and doing very well. And uh, also uh, a ranked uh, multi-GP racer. Uh, among many other things, and working as he mentioned uh, with uh, multi GP, is their government uh, affairs uh, advocate and our uh, youth uh,
1: advocate. So, and really I'm sure almost that. all of us could have used that shirt he was wearing at one point or another when we're out flying.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I would have saved one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's all I've got this evening, uh, Dave. Well, we're starting up a uh, AC uh,
3: tasking group. Uh, uh, happily, uh, I'm on board and leading one of the subgroups. Uh, this uh, it it was announced uh, at the last uh, FAA Advanced uh, Aviation Advisory Committee by Jay Merkel that Wow, this is really complicated. This group may uh, want to uh, get an extension and then report back in February. But the current schedule has us uh, doing. This work by the June AAAC uh, meeting, and it, That's it's it's really fast. Yeah, it's three weeks. It's three weeks yeah, because we haven't. You know, we've effectively not really started, and uh, we're just ramping up. Um, but we'll you know we'll see. Uh, it's the um, uh, the team we've got uh, pulled together for uh, uh, the airspace section of it is just a fantastic team. So I'm I'm confident we can uh, put something together that is uh, coherent and uh, responsible. So we'll see what happens. And this is, uh, we're working on, uh, just as uh, we did in TG-11, uh, the FAA has created a paper, and they're asking for comments on their framework paper. This one has to do with advanced air mobility, uh, things like uh, vertiports, and uh, it covers a range of information. Could The organization of it is a little uh, interesting, shall we say. But that's uh, uh, uh and worked and uh, that's positive and got another another activity cooking uh with uh, hopefully with the uh, asrs and i'll share more about uh, with that over the next several weeks and cool. uh yeah reauthorization act and i think that's uh and my congressman was just uh appointed the lieutenant governor of uh of new york state so we have um <laughs> In New York, we don't uh, so there's an open seat now in the uh, in the House, and in New York State, it, uh, the governor does not appoint. Uh, New York holds a special election, so uh, we may have a uh, another um, uh, good candidate uh, in our representative seat. I'm hoping that he retains the uh, his committee seat on the uh, aviation subcommittee. So, local news. that's all
1: i had josh dan you got anything for us nothing this time uh one of these meetings we're gonna have to have something prepared for this meeting but not this week Uh, everybody's
0: got a lot going on so completely understandable all right so i'll go ahead and wrap this up for this evening um great uh great feedback great conversations Uh, uh snapchat um might want to take a look at your drone, just saying. (laughs)
1: Sell them Uh, all quick.
3: Yeah, check out that uh, standard remote ID UAS. That's where that little pixie is going to be in the hand. Send us an email.
0: We'll give you some pointers. That's it. (laughs) All right. uh, With that, uh, have a great night, guys. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next time. Later on.